It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at the Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our website, obnradio.com, and our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we're going to jump right into today's episode. Yesterday, obviously, moved some needles when I got to speaking with you guys about the possibility of a new structure as far as head football coaches' salaries go in the world of FCS, in particular that of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Some of you were in agreement. Some of you were not in agreement. And surprisingly, some thought that my suggestion of a base salary of 150 a year and a five-year extension based on incentives that you could get an increase as you improve and win key games or at the said time, things don't work out, you go your separate ways. Some of you have said that that would not be enough. That would be a deal clincher, even with the five-year 150 base with the possibility to max out between two and 250 a year with incentives. Some of you have said that that's too much. Said a doctor, Mike, makes about 150 a year after the first year of graduating medical school. And we're still talking about a game that's played by kids. I said, okay. I heard you out. I heard you out. But could it be that in the case of the modern football coach that we have priced ourselves out of the market? We often imitate the power fives and the group of five institutions, but we don't have the financial backing that those said institutions have. And we find ourselves you know, copying what they're doing, and then we're pricing ourselves right out of the market. Now, depending on who you ask and the part of the country that you're at, some would agree to disagree with that. I know that there are many Southland coaches who would love to get the salaries that said of the Southwestern Athletic Conference coaches. And with that being said, The Southland coaches have had far more success against the SWAC coaches. So the question is, are we overpaying for our football coaches? Are we overpaying for coaches, period? That remains to be seen. But I do believe that you can't price yourself out of the market, that you can't afford to take care of the rest of the said programs that need the financial support. Meanwhile, I want to share with you some very interesting results that we received from a poll that we took last week. 
And it's a very simple poll. It's nothing so overwhelming, but you get a pretty good gauge of how things are going and what's, what's the pulse of the people. The poll question was simply this. You only have money to offer one scholarship. Who do you make the offer to? And here are the options. All of these, by the way, are three-star ball players. A kicker, a running back, a long snapper, or a linebacker. You only have one scholarship left. Who do you make that offer to? And leading the way at 56% was the running back. A distant second at 33% was the linebacker. Coming in third at 11% was the long snapper. And pulling up the rear with absolutely no votes was the kicker. And that, to me, is an indication of why our swag schools struggle when we play outside the conference. And a prime example, playing within the conference as a result of the Bayou Classic this past weekend. If I only have one scholarship, running backs have been proven to be a dime a dozen. Linebackers have been proven to be a dime a dozen. In fact, that running back or that linebacker can't even function without the line. A lone snapper. How many games have been decided on a bad snap, on a punt? deep back in your own territory and it was a game changer needless to make mention of a kicker that blows a field goal point after try and you end up losing by one point two points three points but yet the kicker in our unscientific poll didn't receive one vote very, very interesting. If I were in the coaching business and I inherited a program that I needed to build, and I'm starting from ground zero, the first things that I would incorporate is a long snapper, a place kicker, a punter, the next order would be to find me interior linemen on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Then a quarterback. Because even with a subpar quarterback, if I got a strong enough line, I can at least protect them enough to create misdirection, wing T, or something to help keep me close. And 
Anytime I got within the 30-yard line, I'm thinking at least three. We would play ugly and win ugly. I'm going to milk the clock. and You might get the ball three times per half, and you better make sure you score because it's going to be a slow drip when my offensive squad got on the field. But I found that very interesting. It's also very interesting about this SWAC championship game that will be taking place Saturday in Lorman, Mississippi. Who do you give the advantage to? The Braves or the Jags? Don't forget, we got a lot coming up this week. We'll continue to look into the FCS playoffs, talk a little basketball, and a whole lot more. Don't forget, baseball season is right around the corner. We'll definitely keep our eyes and ears open for that as we're slowly fading from 2019 to 2020. And speaking of fading, I am going to exit stage left for right now. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And until the next time, you guys be blessed and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you.